up, everyone? Welcome to the State of Sports History for January 22nd, 2024. I'm your host, Jim Montgomery. Welcome to a Monday edition of the podcast. It's going to be a little warmer today. The rest of the week is supposed to warm up, too. Might be some rain, but <clears throat> at least the snow and the ice should melt. As always, let's start with our recap of yesterday's question of the day. I asked who was the best free agent signing in Philadelphia sports history, and before we get into the, what the results were, a lot of you reached out and said, well, Moses technically came over in a trade. And if you heard yesterday's podcast, I even started questioning myself somewhat on that. And the more I thought about it and the more I kind of realized, I, like I said, I questioned myself and realized, oh, no, wait a minute. I already did the research and, and had this covered and t- anticipating this. Technically, he was a restricted free agent. So the Sixers offered him the contract the Rockets then reluctantly matched it in order to make the trade happen. So it's kind of like that gray area, but for intents and purposes for this question, we'll, <clears throat> excuse me, we'll count it as a, a free agent signing. But when it was all said and done, 63% of you said it was Bryce Harper, uh, followed by Moses Malone. So thank you, as always, for participating in the question of the day. I will say we had some good write-in votes. A lot of people took it. Since I did one for each team, they went and gave their favorite for each team. Um, some that could easily have made it. Uh, Pete Rose certainly came up. He could have made it and helped lead the Phillies to the 80 World Championship. Obviously, Nick Foles, when he came back to be the backup for Carson Wentz, he was a free agent who signed. Cliff Lee was in there. George Lynch was mentioned. Um, some of these guys we did talk about, which is nice. Uh, John Runyon, Chris Long. But all of those guys are are definitely could be on the table. I had some people mention uh, Roy Holiday, but Holiday did come over in a trade. Uh, so everybody has their personal opinion. This is why I like doing the question of the day because get some good answers, some things I didn't even think about. Pete Rose was one. Uh, certainly did not, didn't even cross my mind, to be honest. Uh, I always forget that he came over. So thank you, as always, for participating in the question of the day. 267-495-8531. Get you in on the voice and text line. Get your voice heard. We will have a question of the day later in the show. While you're at it, go to the YouTube channel, subscribe. We're trying to get up over 100. We're slowly getting there. If you're watching on YouTube, it's very simple. Just hit the subscribe button. If you're listening to the podcast, go to YouTube, Jimbo underscore Mont, and just subscribe. And the more subscriptions we have, the bigger this thing grows, the better it is for to make it even more bigger. And like I said, I know we have – we're hitting that mark. So just go hit the subscribe button. Very simple to do. You can turn off notifications if you don't want your your notification bar going up. But do me a favor, subscribe, Jimbo underscore Mont at YouTube. Be sure to buy your Girl Scout cookies from Ella. Orders are starting to come in, which is pretty cool. It's the power of, of just what we're able to do here. So that's why it's like, just go like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, but if you're interested in Girl Scout cookies, don't get them from anyone else. Get them from Ella. All the information you need is down in the description. Uh, we had a good day yesterday. Let's keep it rolling. Uh, <clears throat> hit our goal and and take down some soccer moms while we're at it. All right, tough loss for the Flyers, five to three. And this was just as as much as the the other game the game the other day 
was um, the Dallas game was a big win. This was a bad loss to Ottawa, one of the worst teams in the league. Uh, and to lose this game five to three after being up two games to or two goals to after being up two to nothing, it, it's tough. Um, this is their second straight loss, and this seems to be the mo of this team. They'll go on a run. Uh, we, we start getting hyped up on them, and then they kind of fall back to earth. They lose a few in a row, and then we're like, okay, they're coming back to reality, and then they surprise us again. And you'll have this with a young team in any sport. So no harm, no foul. Uh, Owen Tippett is still listed as day-to-day with that lower body injury. Hopefully he's not out for too long. Hopefully they also can regroup tomorrow, regroup tomorrow against Tampa Bay which will be a tough test for them. It's almost like they they tend to play up to their competition or down to their competition, this team. So Tampa Bay is one of the better teams in the East, so that means we should get the Flyers' best effort tomorrow. Uh, But just an overall bad loss for them. Bad weekend, losing both games on the back-to-back. Matinees down at the Wells Fargo Center. But they will will bounce back. John Tortorella will have them ready. Uh, let's just hope that they can keep it up because they have been a lot of fun to watch. Uh, not really any news on the Sixers front. They are in action tonight against the Spurs and Victor Wembyama. Uh, the the trade market is starting to sort of take shape. And again, it depends on what who you listen to and, and what you want to believe. Uh, DeJounte Murray has been uh, rumored to be one of the guys the Sixers are targeting, or a target, I should say, should say for the Sixers. However, it is questionable how his game fits with Tyrese Maxey, who Tyrese plays a very similar game to what Trey Young does, and DeJounte Murray and Trey Young don't necessarily seem to be able to, to coexist, so... That would not be one of the guys I would be targeting, uh, especially with the way things have been going. Uh, But we have a few more weeks until the trade deadline, so let's see what Daryl Morey and Elton Brand have up their sleeves. Why are going through your business, your typical Monday morning routines, Monday afternoon routines, go check out Philly Goat. Get your Believe shirt. Start getting ready for pitchers and catchers in a couple weeks. Get ready for spring. The weather is going to get warmer at some point. Get those shoes. The the, the shoes they have, those canvas loafers, are amazing. Uh, I cannot wait to buy a few pair of them for for just bumming around the house, bumming around maybe the pool or the beach, whatever. Uh, Go check them out. They're they're just amazing. Like you're definitely if if you want to. If you like people talking to you and, and, and drawing attention for stuff you wear, you're going to love these. So go to phillygoat.com. They have you covered. If you don't want the shoes, you don't want a Believe shirt, you name it, they probably have it. Uh, just search through their thing. And they're always coming out with, with new stuff. Uh, so go check out phillygoat.com. Use the promo code Jim Montgomery for 10% off your order at checkout. That's phillygoat.com. Use the promo code Jim Montgomery for 10% off of your order at checkout. If you get the Believe shirt and you put the work in, you too can have the 19-inch pythons just like Johan Rojas. All right, for the Eagles, not really a lot, but there's a lot. If that makes sense. Sean Desai is officially fired. Which if you, you connect the dots there. That pretty much means since Nick Sirianni is the one that fired Sean Desai. That means pretty sure he's staying as we suspect it. And again the, the Eagles have no reason in my opinion to make an announcement that 
Nick Sirianni is coming back and coach, especially if he was the if that was the plan all along. Um, even if it wasn't, it, it it accomplishes nothing by coming out and announcing that Sirianni is staying. Um, so Sean Desai has been let go. Uh, no word yet on Brian Johnson and what's going on with the offense. Uh, but I mean, there don't be surprised if there is not a change with offensive coordinator. Um, I, I think it might come down to Nick Sirianni having to let go and really give Brian Johnson some more control of the offense. Uh, and I know that's probably a very unpopular opinion here in Philly, but he did some creative things in his time in college and just different places around the league. So I wonder how much is this is, and I heard somebody on the radio last week say, uh, you're trying to stick a round peg in a square hole. And maybe that is what is happening with Brian Johnson because people are seeing it. He's getting interviews. And, I mean, I think whether they're legitimate or not, whether they are just Rooney Rule courtesy interviews or not, I mean, the fact that he's getting that many, um, I think if you're going to skirt around and and cheat the Rooney Rule like that, you at least have to make it believable. Um, So I don't know what, what that means. Uh, but I, I would not be surprised, although there are, like I said, I mentioned yesterday, Jim Bob Cooter. Uh, I think it comes down to more Sirianni needs to to let go and, and let an offensive coordinator. Uh, I forget who I was listening to yesterday. Uh, oh, I was listening to a recap of the, um, the one of the midday show interviews they did with Brian Billick, and he Brian Billick basically was like the toughest thing for a coach is hiring an offensive an offensive minded coach is hiring an offensive coordinator and letting him coordinate the offense without being in because it, it's tough being a head coach. So hopefully that is one of the outcomes of the meetings where Nick Sirianni sort of lets it go a little bit, gives input, but lets whoever, whether it's Brian Johnson, Jim Bob Cooter, or somebody else, let them coordinate the offense and and handle that while Nick Sirianni sort of oversees and um, some of it could be the Eagles philosophy there's a lot going on there but Sean Desai is fired no word yet on Brian Johnson however that does mean that like 99.999% sure Nick Sirianni will be your coach for next year if not that's they're doing him very dirty making him fire everybody and then and then firing him um but you never know. You, you never know. Uh, watching those games yesterday, man, it's hard to believe that at one point we beat Tampa Bay, then we beat Kansas City, and we beat Buffalo. Those it just, I, I don't know what. That, that's why I don't necessarily think that this is uh, an unfixable problem because, I mean, the, the talent is there. It's just something mentally happened, and, and you just need to fix that. Uh, but, man, here's to fixing whatever's wrong. But that does lead to the question of the day. There's a lot of question marks surrounding this team. And what should be the Eagles' top priority? Uh, 267-495-8531. Get you in on the voice and text line. Is it hiring the right defensive and offensive coordinator? Is it replacing and re-signing DeAndre Swift or just rebuilding the running back room? Because Boston Scott is also a free agent. Uh, fixing the secondary or fixing the linebacking court. Let me know what it is. 267-495-8531. What should be the top priority? Getting coordinators in, running back, secondary, or linebacker. Let me know your thoughts. Personally, I, I think uh, 
you need a good defensive coordinator, but the defensive coordinator can only do so much. I mean, I think revamping the secondary and the linebacker, uh, if I had, I, like, I, I put them separate there, but they could be, uh, I think they're both one, one and one a, uh, but let me know what you think. Maybe it is something else. Maybe you want to see an offensive coordinator, in, but let me know what is the Eagles top priority coordinators, running back linebacker or say, or uh, secondary, uh, two six seven four nine five eight five three one. All right, today we're going to go back to nineteen ninety two, and on January twenty second, nineteen ninety two, the Sixers beat the Knicks one nineteen to one oh nine down at the Spectrum. Charles Barkley, while wearing number thirty two to honor Magic Johnson, who had retired prior to the season, uh, I think it was prior to the season, or it might have been very early in that season, uh, but I think it was before because Barkley wore it. Throughout the whole year, it was already retired for Billy Cunningham. Cunningham gave Barkley permission to wear it to honor Magic Johnson. Um, anyway, Charles Barkley, while wearing number 32 in this game, had 37 points, 14 rebounds. Armand Gilliam had 24 and 9, and Hersey Hawkins had 23 and 7. That's solid, solid core three there for the Sixers. But the big story was Charles Barkley pulled down his 6,639th rebound, breaking Billy Cunningham's quote-unquote Sixers record um, I for all-time leading rebounder. I put that in quotes because that is the Sixers franchise record. Uh, but if you encompass the whole history of the franchise, even going back to when they were in Syracuse, Dolph Shays uh, is the rebound leader, 11,256. Then it's Red Kerr with just over 9,500. Both of them had majority of their rebounds when they were with the Nationals. Barkley ranks third all-time on that list with 7,079. Uh, for those of you keeping score at home, obviously Billy Cunningham is fourth and Wilt Chamberlain is fifth. Where do current players rank? Well, Joel Embiid is only 90 behind Samuel D'Alembert for eighth place. So he's slowly moving up that list. And if he stays healthy, he has a decent shot to, to break Dolph Shays' uh whole franchise record but on this day in 1992 it was charles barkley breaking the sixers all-time leading rebounding record so he has the most rebounds for the sixers since they moved to philly uh but it's Dolph shays for the entire franchise that 91 92 team finished 10th in the east it was an injury plague season and Charles Barkley fought with Harold Katz and Gene Shu that season uh had basically had a falling out because they didn't re-sign Rick Mahorn but instead the big free agent signing that year was Charles Shackelford uh and Barkley being Barkley this is why he's a treasure and I had to to put the history in there Katz told him that we got Charles Shackelford he led the Italian league in rebounding and Barkley being Barkley and this is I'm sure somewhat uh, uh paraphrased throughout the years but basically said dude if i wanted an italian i'd have pasta or something i'm not looking for no basketball players no disrespect to italians but i want some italian food i ain't looking for no basketball players over in italy and barkley was right Ch shackleford was just not good and he was back in the italian league after a couple seasons anyway uh but the the way that season played out, Barkley did force a trade that offseason to the Phoenix Suns and ultimately put the Sixers into the dark ages until the drafting of Allen Iverson in 1996, number one overall. But on this day, back in 92, Charles Barkley set the Sixers 
franchise record for most rebounds in a career uh, record he still holds. However, it's only third on the franchise list because Dolph Shays and Red Kerr had a lot of rebounds when they were the Syracuse Nationals. All right. Finally today, our free agent who had a fresh start in Philly. We're going to stick with the Sixers, and that is Robert Covington the first time he was here. Uh, he signed a five-year deal back in 2024 after being cut by the Rockets as a, a an undrafted free agent. So the fact he was able to get a five-year deal, uh, part of it was because of the, the Sixers tanking and being part of the process, uh, but part of it was his play. And because he had the opportunity, to me, Robert Covington – kind of became the face of the process. He was sort of the, the go-to guy for that team while they were trying to figure out what the hell they were doing. Uh, and he did, to his credit, he made the most of his opportunity. He played five years the first time in Philly. Um, or I'm sorry, five parts of five years, If because I guess when I look at the stats, they count some of this year too. But averaged 12 points, five rebounds a game. And he was on some terrible teams. He was a great defender, though. He made the NBA All First Defensive or NBA First Team All Defense back in 2018. Uh, used all of that whatever he had and and that clout and and just experience he had. Parlayed his way into the trade that sent um, basically brought Jimmy Butler to the Sixers. So him, uh, Gerard Bayless, Dario Sarge, Dario Sarge, and a second round pick uh, package to bring Jimmy Butler to the Sixers, which they should have never got rid of him. Uh, and again, he's had a solid career. He, he's back with the Sixers now in the James Harden trade, but not bad for an undrafted free agent out of college who was cut by the Rockets and ultimately was just given a job because the Sixers were tanking. So Robert Covington, fresh start while coming, fresh start free agent who really was to me the face of the the process. While they obviously everybody says Joe, but to me Covington was the guy that was the guy on that team. Uh, so shout out to Rocco for for really making the most of an opportunity. It's one of those stories that came out of a small school. Made the most of his opportunity, made a ton of money, uh, and hopefully he will be playing for a championship, or he could be one of the trade pieces the Sixers use to to make a run. But either way, Robert Covington is today's free agent who had a fresh start when they came to Philly. On this day in 92, Charles Barkley set the Sixers franchise record for, 6, 000, for rebounds when he pulled his 6,639th rebound down. That is third all-time for the Sixers slash Nationals franchise, though. Uh, he would be traded then that offseason. Sixers, I'm anxious. Like I said, I'm looking forward to seeing Webiyama play tonight. Uh, really excited for this game. Be sure to answer the question of the day, 267-495-8531. Send a voicemail. Send a text message. What is the Eagles' biggest priority this offseason? Is it getting good coordinators, fixing the running backs, fixing the linebackers, or fixing the secondary? Let me know your thoughts. And again, if you're going to fix the running backs, you got to get an offensive coordinator in there that's going to run the ball. Just throwing that out there. Be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Let's get it up over 100. Buy your Girl Scout cookies for Ella. All the information you need is down below where I'm pointing in the description. Follow that link. Place your order. And we thank you in advance for that. 
Go have yourselves a Monday. This has been This Day in Philly Sports History. I'm Jim Montgomery, and until next time, I'll see you when I see you.